Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Relentless Pursuit. Um, I have had a lot on my heart, um, and I want to share this, and I'm trying to figure out the best way to put it all together, and I I know the Lord will help me because I believe God has given me a, a revelation about something that is very important for this hour. Um, and I'm going to start with a story. So um, this just recently happened. Um, I be, It was Mother's Day. So Mother's Day, just this last Mother's Day, 2023. Um, but 2015, uh, June 3rd, 2015, my son passed away. And Mother's Day of that year was the very last time I was with my son. And um, so here we are eight years later. This Mother's Day um, that just passed, I felt fine. You know, I was great. I was doing well. You know, it's always a tough season for me um, leading into Mother's Day and the day he died and then his birthday in July. But I was doing pretty good. And um, but on Mother's Day, uh, I woke up feeling great, had plans for the day with my family and suddenly um, found myself having like a side ache. And I was like, wow, what is this? Like a little stitch and kind of not real heavy. And so I was like, you know, it's fine. I just noticed it. And then went to breakfast with my family and it got worse, but still manageable. And then we went from breakfast to go see my mom and we had plans with her. And within an hour of being there with her, I ended up getting really sick. And I told my family, I need to go home. I'm really sick. I've got this pain in my side and, um, ended up having fever and it was just, I got very sick. I was in bed, ended up being in bed for a few days and calling the doctor, going, seeing the doctor, the pain had kind of moved to the front of my stomach or the, the right front. Um, and he thought it was gallstones, ran tests, ran blood tests. There was no gallstones, but, um, you know, there was an inflamed liver, um, but no gallstones. So um, they wanted me to kind of run, run some more tests, maybe go to the ER for that weekend. And I just um, had a sense that there was more going on and um, in this story. Uh, so... I went back, just went into the word. I went into the word and started looking at scriptures and, and proclaiming those scriptures of healing over me. And I, I was reminded of the word of God that says, you know, if any of you are sick, let them ask the elders. They will pray for you and lay hands on you, anoint you with oil and you will be healed. And so I thought, oh man, you know, I've told people to pray for me, but I haven't gone through exactly what God's word tells me. So I'm going to go do that. And so I reached out to some friends, pastors here locally, and they made space for me to come in at a time when they normally aren't praying for people. They're like, yes, come, we'll pray for you. They prayed over me. And there was a woman there who I'd never met before. And um, she had a word for me. Something got the Holy Spirit was showing her. She stood in front of me and she had tears in her eyes. And she said, the Lord is asking something of you. And she, I, I appreciated her being careful and tender and with me over this topic. Um, but she said, he's asking you to give him your grief. 
And my first reaction was no. And everybody in the room looked at me like, whoa. And um, my husband was in the room with me too. And he's like, oh, oh, he knew this was going to be tough. And I, and she says, it's too much for your body to carry. You can't carry this. And I just broke down. I started bawling. I started crying. And I, here I am, a grief coach. I, I've done so much work. I have worked so hard. I've been very intentional about grief, about grieving, um, and, and really, really working through. But you know what? I believe that at this point, God was going deeper. And, and now I know for sure, and I'll get into that. But I said, okay, so I surrendered how I could, what I could to the Lord. And I went after that, I went into the church because they had a service right after that and they had worship. And I just sat and, and kind of wept uh, and prayed and wrote in my journal. And I always actually saw a vision. I saw a picture of me holding like a, a little nest in my hands, very fragile, like a, a very delicate nest. It had a tiny little blanket over it. And it was like I saw an image of Jesus and it was like it, it was like a the sundown type of time of day. And I was very carefully handing him this nest and it was my grief. And he says, I'm going to carry it for you. Let me have it. I want to hold it for you. I won't drop it. I won't let it go, but I'm going to keep it, keep it safe for you. And I handed it to him. And I knew at that point that this was something that, yes, Jesus was asking me to give him. And he also showed me in that moment that, that it was not just grief. It was also other things that had gotten attached to it that were really beating me up, like regret and shame even, and, and um, just, just, guilt and all kinds of things that had gotten attached to that, that I was carrying that he's saying, give it to me. Just let me have it. Those are not valid or true according to, you know, what I have done. And I have covered you completely. The My blood that was shed, like, just let me have these things that you are carrying that you cannot carry and they're not yours to carry and they're not true. And so at that point, I let all of that go to the Lord. And slowly, like day by day after that, I began to get better. That pain left my body. It kind of moved around and went, ended up in my back and down my legs and out it went. And it hasn't been back since. And so I began to really just go to a deeper level of understanding God's boring, our griefs and sorrows in his body for us and how he carries all of that. And we need to be willing to hand that over to him. And then soon after that, I lost a dear friend. He was a, vo a volunteer at Bridge for 10 years and was an employee for a couple of years and was a dear friend and a huge part of Bridge of Hope. And I was like, oh man, my heart was just weary and again, just kind of like, wow, it's just kind of one, these are hard things. I mean, I've lost a few very close friends. 
and it's the way that this this dear one um, was lost in just the whole circumstances was almost too much to bear. And uh, I was in my house probably a week later, just kind of meditating on scripture. And and then I got on my phone and, and suddenly it popped up on my YouTube feed, uh, a word, a prophetic word from a man named Jeremiah Johnson out of North Carolina. And um, it, I just clicked on it. I thought, you know, I'm going to listen. I'm going to listen to this. I, I know that Jeremiah Johnson, it, um, one of his mentors was David Wilkerson, um, who I really highly respect. And I also know that Jeremiah Johnson's a real man of the word. And so I listened to this prophetic word that he gave in April. And it, God really spoke to me in this word. And I want to read it to you. And this is really addressed to women. Um, and I want to read it. And then I want to tell you kind of what the revelation that God's been giving to me since I got a hold of this word. And I've listened to it a few times and I wrote it out word for word. Again, this was from Jeremiah Johnson. The spirit of the Lord is saying, I am lifting a spirit of grief that's resting upon my mama bears in this hour. For a spirit of heaviness has come on your hearts and tormenting and attacking thoughts in your minds concerning your sons and daughters. Know this day, I am making a divine exchange in America. Give me your grief and I will give you the gift of grit. I am releasing a spirit of courage, a spirit of resolve for my mama bears. This is not the season of hibernation, for this is your season of visitation. Mama bear, you must come out of your cave of shame so that you might see the glory that I am to bring to my name through your sons and daughters. This is your season to arise on wings like eagles. This is your season to wrap your life, mind, and heart in the spirit of praise. This is your season to blow your shofar again in your home. Put, on, put the devil on notice. You will not be bullied. You will not be intimidated. You will not be harassed any longer. Today, receive the gift of grit. Heaviness is lifting. Depression is losing its hold. It's the dawning of a new day, America. Will you receive it? And when I heard that word, I was like, whoa, that just so resonates with me right now. Even the exchange of that little nest of grief and shame and, and guilt and regret, he was exchanging for something. And that something is grit. And I just became aware, you know, after that, of just of being aware of what we are facing in these days. You know, there's a lot of pain. There's grief, tension, anxiety, unrest coming at us all day, every day, it seems. And this, this prophetic word just really spoke to me when he's saying about rising up the mama bears. You know, mama bear is referred to in, in, in scripture it's like a mother, a bear is one thing to deal with, but a mama bear who's 
been threatened or cubs are threatened is a whole nother thing. When a mama bear senses their cubs are in danger, something mighty comes upon them and rises up. Where sometimes, you know, as a, ma- a mama bear could be playing with her cubs and being totally safe feeling, but then something rises up in her that doesn't even feel like her probably. And how, she, you know, it's just a ferociousness. And I believe that God is doing that for us today to where maybe that the spirit of the Lord in us is rising up and responding to situations from a place of who we really are in Christ. And then after that, I felt like I got an image, a picture as I keep, you know, continuing in this life, hearing of different things going on. I don't know about you, but there's days where there's just some bad news and heavy stuff. And at the same time, there's this incredible joy that God has given through a gift or a friend or a situation. It's kind of all happening now at one time. Things are happening all at one time. Feels like in a day you could hear of one extreme or another. And he, he was giving me a picture of, and the word buoyancy. So I heard this word buoyancy and I saw an image of an inner tube on the waters of a stormy sea. And it was able to just stay up on top of the water as the raging sea was hitting it. It was able to be buoyant. And, and the word buoyancy is... An object floats at rest because the upward force of buoyancy is equal to the downward force of gravity. And then the scripture came to mind in Isaiah 43, 2. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they will not overflow you. It was that buoyancy of being in that abiding place with him. And I felt like the Holy Spirit was saying, I'm making my daughters buoyant in these days. And I have created a buoyancy in you, in my daughters, through the trials and the tribulations, the testing of our faith, um, the training that has come, that we will not be overcome by fear and anxiety by the waters, but but instead... And then he took me to Jeremiah 17, 7 and 8. Blessed is the man, the woman who trusts in the Lord and whose trust is the Lord. For she will be like a tree planted by the water that extends its roots by a stream and will not fear when heat comes, but its leaves will be green and it will not be anxious in the year of drought nor cease to bear fruit. So the Lord was showing me this buoyancy, this buoyancy, this ability to move and kind of stay above on the sea as these waves are hitting, as the winds are shifting, as things are happening all in one day. Good reports, bad reports. We are staying above and on the top in a place of rest because of what God has created and, and through us being rooted deep, our roots being deep and, and in, in the planted by streams of water. And so, and the leaves remaining green 
And so the Lord just really showed me that he was going to do that for us, but that our trials and our tribulations and the places that we have had to persevere through those places that have been so hard are are now, we're thankful for those places because it's created a buoyancy. And then he pointed me to a greater vision about the, the prophetic word that's been coming for many years, and it's agreed upon by many prophetic voices, is a billion soul harvest that's coming. So we're, we're, we're in the greatest days ever before Christ's return. We are going to see things that the prophets talked about, that, 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 that many, many will come to Jesus. We will, signs and wonders and revival fires will be burning all over this world. It's going to be incredible, miraculous, and 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 it, in an amazing time. But also, Jesus warns us at the same time before Christ's return, Matthew twenty four. He tells us and warns us that we're going to hear of wars and rumors of wars and famines and earthquakes. But He's not telling us that to be afraid or make us worry. No, He's letting us know. Uh, what's going to happen so we don't worry, but also to understand that many who don't know him, who do not, are not rooted and grounded in him, who are not able to withstand, are going to cry out. Desperate times create desperate cries. And, and, and so we, his body his, of Christ has been prepared for this season that's coming. We are prepared. He says, I will not leave you as orphans, but we also know, we know too much. We've seen too much. We know God's faithfulness. We are rooted and grounded in him for when that day, those harvest comes and the the billion soul harvest comes, the church is mighty to stand that what has not been able to be shaken will not be shaken, that he has in this time of testing and trials, he has shook those things that need to be shook and we are standing prepared and purified through the testing and trials. And, you know, you look at a tree, what happens to trees, you know, that the roots have gone deep, they're solid. So it doesn't matter what storms come, you know, you look at, you know, you can see the redwoods and trees that are all the old, old thick trees that are still thriving. That's like the, the planting of the Lord. So I felt like the Lord was saying through that prophetic word and that all that we are going through right now, that truly this light affliction, the Bible says, that we have gone through and endured for such a time as this, as this is nothing compared to the eternal weight of glory that awaits us. And he is giving us in this hour an extra measure of grit. And I just felt like that was so beautifully said that he's exchanging that heaviness, you know, for that grit, that buoyancy, that ability to rest on top of the storm, the ability to handle those, all those different storms and seasons and challenges and disappointments and difficulties And at the same time, the joys and the victories all at the same time that we'll be able to stay on top and float above and not drown. 
And he's saying, I am giving you all that you need. I am giving you all that you need. And, and he's saying, my word, my word, stand on my word, know my word, that they will overcome by the word, by the word of their testimony and the blood of the lamb. And just, just knowing that being the Bible says that trials produce endurance and endurance, perseverance and perseverance has created um, a proven character and proven character, hope. And, and the love, because the love of God has been poured out upon us. So these things that we have endured, they are creating a perseverance and a proven character. And also the Lord reminded me of something else about when the word grit, Ephesians six talks about the armor of God and taking up that full armor. But one of the things that really spoke to me in that scripture was on verse 13, therefore take up the full armor of God that you may be able to resist in the evil day and having done everything to stand firm, stand firm, therefore (laughs) having learned, I'm sorry, having girded your loins with truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. So I I really encourage you to continue to read in that whole part of the armor. But what I wanted to point out was that stand. When you've done everything, stand. And when you've done everything, again, stand there for stand, meaning grit. That's grit. Standing. Standing firm and not being pulled down into despair, but knowing that God in this hour is giving you that grit, that buoyancy, and that you have overcome much. And by you standing in the word and by the word of your testimony, you will overcome and many will be coming to Christ. They see the light in you. They see the strength in you. They see the resolve in you and you, your, your testimony will go forth and many will come to know the Lord. So I just wanted to give you that word today and pray right now over some of you who are weary, who are maybe battling discouragement, um, that that word for you is that he is exchanging grief for grit and calling you up, Mama Bear, calling you up into all of who he says that you are. I just encourage you to that Psalm 139 says, search my heart, O God, and try me and see if there be any anxious way in me and lead me in the everlasting way. Lord, search our hearts, search our hearts where we're holding on to things that you want to take and bring an exchange of grit and resolve for your kingdom's sake. And just say in your heart right now, I receive your grace. I receive Lord, that buoyancy of your spirit to rest and not drown, to stay above and not sink beneath, no matter what stormy situation, no matter what grief, tumult that comes, you will keep me up. And so just bless you. I pray the Lord will fill you with hope. I pray that he will give a revelation to you about a word that he has for you in this season, um, that if this resonates in you, that you would 
cry out to the Lord and receive this word of hope and that this is a new season coming, that mama bear, that that spirit of the living God rising up in you. He, He says that the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in us. May the eyes of your heart be enlightened that you might know this and that you might know the surpassing greatness of his power towards you. So bless you, be encouraged, send me a message. Let's pray together and encourage one another in Jesus' name. Bye-bye.